This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Bliss lovers, it is Rebecca Davison here, intuition coach, founder of the Intuitive Life Academy, coming to you at 9 o'clock every Thursday morning for the Find Your Bliss show here in Canterbury Christchurch. So welcome, welcome to the show folks. Today we're going to be diving into that topic that is so important in times like this, and that is keeping your sense of humour. How to use humour to make 2021 really magical. So let's dive in a little bit because it's probably two categories here right one is really a laughter and the other one is having the perspective of a sense of humor so we all know that laughter feels amazing it is incredibly good for us physically it is um you know it's a great stress reliever we naturally want to laugh when things are often tense um well sometimes you know because sometimes we want to cry too but it's a release right it is the purpose of laughing is release it is letting go of the tension. It is coming into a state of union, of harmony. You know, laughter really is one of the highest forms of healing. And if we can have a sense of humor or keep the perspective of humor in our reality, then it's going to be easier for us to laugh. Laughing reduces stress. It reduces your blood pressure. It has so many physical benefits for your body. You know, laughing can feel like a a workout in terms of your facial muscles, in terms of your um, abdomen, you know, getting all those muscles in your body moving. It is spontaneous. It is divine. There's nothing more beautiful than seeing either a man or a woman or a child laughing. You know, all you need to do is look at videos of children having a giggle and it makes you smile or laugh as well. Um, Of course, we know things like laughing yoga in terms of creating those beautiful endorphins, which make us feel really good. So there's so many benefits, obviously, to laughter. And of course, what happens in um, doing spiritual work or doing intuitive work is often it is seen as very serious. You know, it is, it's deep work. Just because it's deep, though, doesn't mean that it has to be serious all the time. We want to be able to bring some humor and to bring those light energies when we are are healing. We want to be able to use laughter as a form, a healing modality, and to be able to laugh at ourselves in particular, especially as leaders. You know, if you're a coach, if you're a healer, if you're a guide, if you're a light leader, you really want to you really want to make sure that you're not taking yourself too seriously. One of the best things about having a sense of humor towards yourself is that you can um, you can keep your ego in check, right? You know, because I think sometimes that we can be so engrossed in what we're doing and what we're saying and how we're showing up that we forget that there's always a humorous side. No matter how powerful or successful or whatever it is that we're doing, how prominent we are, you know, the best people, the people that we love the most are the people who can laugh at themselves. Um, And I think one person who comes to mind, actually, and I saw him on Graham Norton the other day, and I just thought, oh, you just, you want to hang out with him because you know he's kind of like 
the naughty, the naughty boy energy, you know, which is playing, pulling pranks and having fun, but also he cares deeply about people. And that was actually George Clooney, like seeing him on the Graham Norton show the other day. And he's making everybody in the audience, you know, like all the other um, people who are being interviewed, he's recognising all of them, but you can just tell he has that sense of mischievousness. And if you know anything about George Clooney, he's huge at pulling pranks, you know, um, one time apparently he sent Meryl Streep when she was doing a show that required an English accent he sent her um, English allocution tapes I think but on behalf of Brad Pitt you know just keeping that kind of sense of being funny right being in the energy of humor and if you've ever watched um, Jerry Seinfeld if you've seen his show I think it's on Netflix it's comedians in cars having coffee which is just such a great way to watch comedians and how they think and how they operate because if you've ever done stand-up I've never done it but you know just feeling intuitively and empathetically Stand-up is hard, right? You're so vulnerable. You're standing up there in front of a crowd of people and you can either be really successful or you can bomb. So it's such a vulnerable thing to do and all comedians really want to do. You know, their, their feedback is people laughing or not. So what does it take to really be in that space where you're going, you know, I'm going to make sure that I keep my sense of humour centre, forward and centre for 2021. Super important. Like my dad always said to me when things got challenging, he always said, don't forget to keep your sense of humour. You know, you want to use your humour as a guide, right? Am I taking myself too seriously here? And am I, am I getting upset about something that doesn't warrant getting upset about? How can I bring some humour to the situation? How could I actually, you know, laugh at myself in this situation? <clears throat> or bring some humour to it so it can break the tension so you can come back to a place where you're choosing spirit over your ego because that's going to keep you in a place where you feel good and again folks you've heard it a million times I'm sure if you want to manifest you you can you want to manifest effortlessly you want to do it from a place of feeling so your job is to keep yourself in a place of feeling good all the time and the best way to do that is to keep your sense of humor <coughs> excuse me um you know for example if somebody's mean or unkind to you you know making it funny because it's not about you. So instead of getting offended and affronted, that you can just go, okay, wow, you know, maybe they're having a bad day today or, you know, maybe they burnt their toast this morning. You know, just bringing some levity to a situation is so beneficial. If you follow me on Facebook, I have two pages. I have Rebecca Davison, Intuitive Coach, and I also have... um, What's the other one? Uh, Intuitive Life Academy pages as such. Of course, there's the Intuitive Life Academy uh, group, which is creating profit for lightworkers. Um, and again, Intuitive Life Academy, dot, dot, creating profit for lightworkers. Um, you'll see on those pages, quite often, I will post memes of things that are literally, you know, taking the mickey out of people who are interested in spirituality, right? Because I think it's important too, like from, if people don't understand the work, you know, and that this is the thing, there's often a contrast, right, between people who are awake and conscious and people who aren't, and that's totally fine. 
you know, just people are evolving at their own rate, at their own speed. Um, you know, when you start doing some intuitive work, it can be really interesting how your ego can play tricks on you because it can start going, oh, isn't it interesting that nobody else is, you know, like you can look at your environment and think other people are asleep. You know, that's your ego, right? Kicking in and going, ooh, you know, because of course the ego always looks to diminish or elevate. And again, it's a reflex, right? It's a reflex that is kind of like, um, you know when you go to the doctor and they hit you on the knee and your knee goes boing forward? The ego is kind of the same. It's just a reflex, right? It is something um, that occurs. It's an evolutionary process. So it's always trying to keep you safe, but that safety always comes often with being small. So this reflex action of, you know, wanting to keep you in a place where you're, you're not choosing to to see the humor, right? You're not choosing to be the person who's going, okay, I'm going to allow myself to to see the humor in this situation. And again, when it comes to humor, um, you really want to be in that space of whatever you identify with. So, of course, and I talked a little bit about this yesterday, about how you really, if you want to experience more freedom, you want to drop your pronouns. And this is coming back full circle, folks, in regards to, you know, seeing myself as a light worker, but also kind of taking the mickey out of light workers, right? It's really important because it means I'm not taking myself too seriously. And it means also that I'm aware that other people may view the work and they may think that it's, um, they might think that it's kooky or it's weird and I'm going to do a whole other show about how, you know, as a light worker, people can think that you're nuts, right? Because they, they don't understand. They're not in that level of awareness. They haven't tested their reality, so therefore gotten proof of what is possible. And that's not necessarily wrong or bad. And again, how the ego can get in there and go, oh, you know, I'm developing my intuition, so I'm doing something good and other people are asleep. Again, just noticing how the ego works, but kind of being, you know, the ego, sorry, humor can be a really great way to diffuse your ego. It can be a really great way to kind of go, oh, look what I'm doing. You know, how silly, how funny is that? You know, that I'm putting myself on a pedestal maybe because I'm thinking that other people are still asleep. So by keeping some humor, even against what it is that you do, what you're actually doing in a way is you're making it for other, easier for other people to say yes to it. You know, if you're somebody who isn't, evolved at the moment or hasn't awakened and often you can tell because am I still experiencing suffering right Right? am I still in a space where I think that the universe is kind of working against me am I still unaware of the immense power that is available to me to create a life that I love so what you can do, right, if a person is in that space, then for me as a light worker to kind of use humor to connect with that person because maybe they're not sure, it's easier, right, for them to move towards something that is funny or humorous or kind of like, yeah, I've thought that too. I've thought that maybe, you know, like a light worker is a bit cray-cray. For example, on a post on one of my pages I put up the other day, it was a picture and it said at the top of it, them. Um, that light worker stuff is for the birds, right? Or that spiritual stuff is for the birds. And then the picture was a woman sitting in a massive nest and it said me, <laughs> right? This is me. This I'm the light worker who is totally into all the spiritual stuff. But again, just using the humor to help people to identify that you can still be deeply spiritual and do the work and be deep and be intuitive 
and still have fun with it. That's the whole point, to get to a place where you can experience more happiness, you can experience more humour, you can laugh at yourself more. Because one of the things that humour does is it helps us to diffuse where we feel humiliated, right? Like, now, this is the thing about humour, though, so let's unpack this. This is why I love comedians like um, Danny Boy, uh, I really also I like him a lot because he doesn't he has an, an amazing ability not to use humor against people right he kind of laughs at himself first and is self-depreciating rather than because humor can be nasty right if it's directed in a way because often there is a seed of truth and things that are really funny and often it can be moved in a way that's not so kind like you know making somebody the the butt of the joke Um, The other person that I quite like as well is Dave Chappelle, Um, you know, amazing comedian in terms of what he's created and, you know, a really great interview with him with David Letterman, if you've seen that. Just um, being willing to put humour first, being willing to kind of laugh at yourself a little bit. And I want you to just kind of feel into that. If you're listening to this now, just feel into, if I just add, think of a situation that's tense for you, right? Like maybe on a scale of one to 10, it's like a five or a five to seven as opposed to like a 10. That's really extreme. And just think about if I added some humor to the situation or if I had a funny perspective about it, how would that maybe open it up a little bit? How could it maybe, and because this is the thing, when we get serious about something, it can end up being contracted, And when it's contracted, it's really hard to see or be able to see a solution, right? And we really want to do the inner work of separating out our feelings from actually our intuitive guidance so we can see solutions. Because if we're emotionally charged about something, kind of can often blur our vision. So we really want to, you know, feel the feelings and be present to the emotion, but then kind of shift it to the side and then go, okay, from a place of neutrality, from a place of love and peace, what is the solution here? And what humor can do, it's kind of like WD-40, right? It can just grease the wheels a little bit. It can make it easier to be able to shift from the emotion into the intuitive place where you can get the guidance to be able to create the solution. Now you think about it, if you have your humor there in every part of that process, right, problem, what's the solution, it can just help to kind of make it easier, make it more fun, make you, um, allow you to have a different perspective, you know, and almost in a way can go, if I was standing in somebody else's shoes who didn't have so much of an emotional response to this situation, then, and if I was looking at it with a little bit of humor, what might I see? And that can just really help to open up so much energy so you can create the space for the guidance to come through because again you think about it folks if your energy is contracted like I've talked about before if your energy is like a scrunched up piece of tin foil it's going to be hard to get intuitive wisdom you know the intuitive wisdom comes best when we are open and we are relaxed and usually when we are um, you know not in a place of intense fight or flight, intense charged emotion, um, overwhelm, confusion, etc. It is really going to come, like, and that's often why guidance comes when we're in the shower. 
because we're doing a day-to-day action. We know how to do it. We often kind of are in a different state when we're in the shower because we're relaxed. We know what happens. It feels good. You know, it's relaxing. Um as part of our daily practice, essentially. So it's easy to get guidance in those situations because we, we have the time, right? We have the time just to be and to allow the, our awareness to be open. So even thinking about how can humor kind of contribute to that kind of feeling or understanding in my body or in my awareness. And again, how good it feels to be able to laugh. So even if you're applying the energy of humor to all your chakra system, you know, like uh, the root chakra, of course, is connected to survival, etc. Am I safe? Am I safe in this environment? Am I safe in my body? You know, how can you bring humor to that? You know, if you're having trouble with your cash flow, right? What does it take to bring some humor to that, right? And again, right, you can see where the energy is really charged or intense to bring a little bit of humor and go, okay, you know, what would a joke that somebody who's really broke would be that they could tell themselves that they can kind of just bring that levity. See, one of the beautiful things about laughing is it is a really high vibration, really high. You know, and this is... um, this is something that I've been told before, that if you are experiencing, you know, severe contraction or fear, one of the best things you can do is laugh, right? Because it's such a high vibration. And also too, like even to laugh in the face of fear or to laugh even in the face of evil, because what happens in that circumstance, your laughter expands your energy field. Your laughter means that the, the darker energy can't hook you. Your laughter means that you are choosing to feel good, that you're having control over your responses. And your laughter means that you, you know, you're choosing a higher vibration in that moment. So, and I get it, folks, you know, there are definitely times and places where, you know, if you're feeling heartbroken, for example, it's not so easy to laugh at that, right? But, you know, sometimes situations can be, can be almost so ridiculous, right? And I'm sure if you are on the path, you will identify with us where you feel like the universe has brought you so many lessons and you're just like, oh my goodness, what is going to happen next? Like I've been challenged to like the nth of my degree, you know, that's where humor can be really beneficial. You know, you'll see a lot of those memes. You know, Pinterest is so great for looking up funny spiritual memes. Um, you'll see a lot of the memes and it will be a picture of, you know, somebody being slapped by their higher self, for example. And, uh, you know, the note behind that is, you know, when I've been ignoring my higher self, my intuition and all my guides, and they finally, you know, lose the plot and have to slap reality into me. Or pictures of, you know, I'm sure my my um, guardian angel drinks because I give them plenty of work to do. Or, you know, again, just being able to look at the humour in situations, to look at, if I was looking at this right now with eyes of humour, what might I see that I don't see right now? Because it can just really open up a lot of energy. Laughter is healing Laughter is um, soul food, really, in a way. And we want to remember not to take ourselves too seriously. Because if we can just be the person who kind of goes, you know, oh, look, I'm getting up on my junk, I'm getting up on my ego, then, you know, to laugh at yourself can be a really good way to kind of just slide you back into a really great space of being with spirit again and reminding yourself the truth of who you really are. 
And also too, right, I think a lot of times when people awaken and they start tapping into their infinite power, they can make it serious, right? They can make it really strong, heavy, big, overwhelming, as opposed to like, oh my goodness, this is amazing, this is awesome, this is delightful, this is blissful. You know, perception really is in the eye of the beholder. So how are you going to choose? And again, I, folks, I just have to, to tell you, you know, like after years of doing this work and, and knowing about manifestation, and it really does boil down to just one thing, it's like, what does it take to feel good about whatever you're doing? You know, how do you feel good? And that's why humor is so great, because you get to feel good in that moment. Like, you know how when you have a good laugh, what would it take to feel like that all the time? You know, just after you've finished laughing, that uplifting, expanded, your throat opens up, your heart opens up, or your chakras open up, you're trusting in life, life feels good. So what does it take to create more of that? And that's why... Um, you know, people like Jerry Seinfeld, I listened to him recently on Tim Ferriss as well. I listen to a lot of podcasts, folks. I just love learning. I love hearing other people's experiences. I love hearing other people's stories in regards to, you know, how they've overcome challenges, what their relationship is like with their, you know, universal self, what they see and believe about their reality. And Tim Ferriss interviewed Jerry Seinfeld. And it was just really interesting too because, you know, um, often people who have a lot of humour or have humour background, they often experience quite a lot of depression. So, you know, the, the humour is kind of the gate, the bridge through the depression. And, and that's quite rightly so, like physically speaking, on a physi physiological level, excuse my language, um, that is totally true because laughter is going to create those endorphins. And if you can be the person who's who has struggled with depression, I would encourage you, like if you've struggled with depression, go and do stand-up comedy. Right, because you you will be stepping into your power. You'll be creating more confidence. You're choosing humor. Um, you're choosing to put yourself in a situation because a lot of people would never do that because they would be like, "Oh my goodness, that is humiliating." So let's kind of unpack that for a minute because um, you know you don't want your humor to be humiliating. But if you stood up and did stand up again, that's one of the biggest things, right? But the best thing about putting yourself in a situation like that is realizing that it's all internal, right? The noise that you hear about putting yourself out in public or you think that you're humiliating yourself, it's all internal. It is a conversation that you are having with yourself. You know, it's not particular, you know, yes, the crowd might be heckling you, but it's about what you make that mean. Because somebody could get up there and just be in the energy of like, I make that mean that, you know, I really suck at this and that's really funny, right? Because it's my first time and I'm not going to put any pressure on myself and I'm just going to get up and do it. Whereas other people who um, get up and, and do it and then they make, make it that they're terrible because they're putting too much pressure on themselves and too much expectations and perfectionism. Tell you what though, folks, you know, like to what level are you allowing the fear of humiliation to rule your life? You know, when did you last feel humiliated? I guess too, um, you know, this is an interesting topic to talk to in regards to humour because for me personally, um, I'm ve I have very good at transcending shame. I've had 
a lot of circumstances in my life that I felt shameful about, but because of doing the work, right, I have released that. So it's not so easy to humiliate me or, you know, it just doesn't land anymore the way that it used to because I know that if I'm going into shame that I'm doing that to myself, you know, nobody can shame you as much as you shame yourself, right? It's, it's literally impossible. Somebody, in fact, could stand there and, and say terrible things to you that sound incredibly shameful. But unless you interpret it that way, then you're not going to have that result. So again, what does it take to even use humour to transcend any past experience of humiliation, right? Instead of going, oh my goodness, that was terrible, kind of going, <laughs> I'll give you an example of this. I can remember once when I was banking, I, um, it was really funny, like we'd finished a meeting and it was an armchair and I was pushing the armchair back, but it got caught on the carpet and instead of moving, it just kind of stopped, but I kept on going. So I actually ended up kind of bashing straight into the chair and I actually broke, like my chest kind of landed on the, the top of the chair and it actually broke you know, the back of the chair of the armchair and I kind of flipped over the armchair and I and I appreciate too, like one of my friends, Kate, she was standing there and she just laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed so much until she cried and of course I was embarrassed and humiliated and, you know, again, but I did that to myself because it was a really funny situation because she was laughing so much that it was like I just had no choice except to laugh at myself as well. So just a kind of example too, right? Like if she'd stopped laughing, then I might have been harder on myself and had a little black cloud over my head and gone, oh my goodness, that's so embarrassing and I'm so humiliated, as opposed to just going, you know what? Stuff like that happens. If you fall over, you're only human. So just laugh it off and it's totally fine. And, you know, allow your body obviously some time to recover and, of course, I had to apologise that I'd broken this chair but of course it wasn't intentional, but still. Anyway, folks, I'm going to say goodbye to Facebook now. Thank you so much for tuning in. Guys, I always broadcast the first half hour or so of the um, Find Your Bliss radio show here on the Intuitive Life Academy page. So thanks for tuning in. I hope you're choosing to choose humor and you can always continue to listen to the rest over on the podcast, which is Find Your Bliss under iTunes or Spotify. See you later, folks. So just tuning off... um, Facebook there. Thanks for tuning in. And today we've been talking about humor and how to use humor to make 2021 really magical. And um, for me, like this is what 2021 is all about. It's like, how much fun can you have? How much laughter can you um, experience in one year? How much, how can you take the funny? Like, what does it take to be in that place where you're like, I'm just going to choose to see the humor in this situation, no matter what it is. You know, no matter how um, intense it may seem, you know, um, I am a follower of A Course in Miracles and it's a a weighty tome and it's not the easiest to read. But of course, he's starting the lessons and one of the lessons is nothing that I see is real. So, and of course, from there it is you only assign meaning 
you know, you're the one who's assigning the meaning. Nothing means anything unless you assign it meaning. And you can't possibly know, really, what somebody's motivations, um, desires, etc. are. It is literally kind of impossible to completely understand another person and what behaviours or actions they are taking. <coughs> Excuse me. We don't know, right? Um, we know ourselves, and that is our journey to get to know ourselves on a deeper level. So we can actually be the person who, you know, um, experiences the wonder of who we really are and really activates our power. And part of that power is joy. And joy comes from choosing to see humor, to see laughter, to choose. And I get this, right? Because a lot of times people, and it's easy to hear this depending on where you're coming from. A lot of times people think, oh, that's spiritual bypassing. Now, what is spiritual bypassing? Spiritual bypassing means essentially that you're using a spiritual truth to bypass doing the important internal work. I am not talking about that, folks, because I do the work every day. And of course, I would be asking people to do the same. And I, I get it. Like once upon a time, if you're depressed, it is hard to find your sense of humor, man. I, um, you know, still remember when I had moved out of my relationship, you know, we were going through a separation and led to a divorce and then living in the little flat that my mom had and walking to work every day. And I would be like literally going, oh, what, what do I find to be grateful for? I, I've talked about this before and going, okay, I'm grateful that I have arms and legs. You know, like even looking back on that right now, that occurred to me that that's kind of funny, right? Because, but again, I was very aware that some people don't have arms and legs. But again, just to bring some levity to it, right? One of the first ever readings I did, the message I got was relax. You know, because spirit was basically saying, um, when you're relaxed, the information comes through more easily and laughter can help us to relax. So that's why we want to keep our sense of humor first and foremost, especially in 2021. Like there's been so many things that have happened in 2020 that have been serious and challenging and conflicted and confusing and overwhelming. We have to keep our sense of humor. We have to allow humor to be part of the equation. It doesn't have to be, um, and this is often what happens, people disregard humour. I've saw this a lot in corporate, you know, and I was really lucky in the area that I worked in banking that they really valued humour and we had a really great time together. And it was also really great in terms of, you know, creating a good culture at work. But a lot of people think that if you're not serious, that if you're too funny, that you're having too much of a good time, that you can't be taken seriously. That somehow that if you are happy, then you can't be trusted, right? And I know that seems strange, but it is so true. So even thinking about last year, you know, my father passed away. How can I apply humor to that situation? He loved having a good laugh, right? My dad was wonderful at telling stories, you know, and that is some of our best memories now. I was talking to my mom the other day about how dad was telling this joke, which is quite long-winded and involves, you know, kind of fart noises and also whistling. And he went through this very long, you know, story 
took half an hour to get to the punchline kind of story. And she said that um, one of the guys in the area, you know, he was telling it to a crowd at their house. And he said one of the people who finally heard the punchline, he, he was, his shoulders were shaking and so much. And then she said, and just tears started pouring down his face because he was just thought it was so funny. So, um, you know, my dad loved a good joke. So one of the ways to honour him is for me to keep my sense of humour. Like he always said, you know, don't lose your sense of humour. Don't let the turkeys grind you down. You know, keep on focusing on the positive because we always have a choice. Now, if we have deeper underlying issues that need to be healed, don't worry, your intuition will show you. It will show you every time you get triggered, (laughs) right? It will show you every time you go into feeling contracted, feeling annoyed, feeling angry, feeling frustrated. There's something that's looking to be healed, right? Um, And again, don't take that as, you know, the universe is beating me up. It's just showing you that there's something within you that needs to be healed. That's when it's time to do the work. That's when it's time. If you're not living in extended extended periods of bliss, i.e. more and more and more, then there's work to be done. If you want to be happy, you will do the inner work. If you want to be happy, you'll do the shadow work. If you want to be able to laugh at yourself, you will heal your inner wounding. And I know even talking about humor can feel like it's overriding a lot of that. But again, at the end of the day, you get to choose where you place your focus. So being aware, folks, you know, where are you choosing to place your focus today? Can you think of a situation in your life and allow yourself to bring some humor to it? You know, like even doing the, um, if this situation was 10 years down the track, how might I think it was funny? You know, especially especially in romantic relationships, right? You know, to be in a situation you're taking it so seriously and you feel like maybe somebody's offended you or, you know, that you can kind of laugh at yourself about it. Again, even the saying, you know, is this going to matter in five years? Or maybe the saying should be, how is this going to be funny in five years' time? And how can you bring that energy to it now? So you can just diffuse your ego and you can go back into that place of spirit, which is non-attachment and again I can see why people you know I even used to to think that myself like moving into more peace and harmony they can even your ego can even do this it can go but isn't that boring right (laughs) to be in that space where there's no drama because when there's drama there's always some kind of excitement right I literally remember walking down the street once folks and just being like oh back in the old days when I was such a drama queen and actually kind of feeling sentimental about it and then even laughing at myself about that like oh my goodness you know why on earth would you choose to be in the energy because drama often where there's drama there's often some trauma you know there's um, projections that are playing out you know thrashing all over the place and again if you're projecting your hurts or wounds onto another person you're going to know about it right because there's going to be conflict present because they know intuitively that that's not their stuff either so yeah again the journey of awareness and how can we use humor so again spiritual bypass we you know it's it's a constant evolutionary process we we don't necessarily want to sit with humor if there has been trauma we want to sit with healing we want to sit in the energy of wholeness we want to sit in the energy of sacred but also remembering that 
and you know, do the work and do the work consistently every day. You know, what does it take to be the person who every day is looking with inside themselves and asking questions? You know, great questions. Show me the truth. Show me what it is that I cannot see or that I'm not choosing to see. Um, and the truth is always revealed to you if you ask for it. Now, sometimes we're having a conversation about this with a friend of mine, Lisa, the other day. Sometimes when you ask for the truth, you know, there's part of you that's like, I don't want to hear it. But again, the truth always sets you free. And this is why people can be fearful of developing their intuition. Because what if their intuition tells them something that they don't want to hear? And this is where the ego gets involved, right? Where the ego goes, yeah, I don't want to hear that. Maybe maybe you don't want to hear on some level that you're in the wrong job because you know, having to face the fact that you've created that dissatisfaction because that's what you chose and you have the power to choose in every moment. But being the person who has enough courage to be able to look and again, bring some humor to it, like, oh, look what I'm doing. I'm choosing to live a life where I'm not, I'm not enjoying it. Like I'm, I'm choosing to live from a bunch of old stories from the past. Silly me. I get to choose again. I get to choose my infinite self. I get to work with my own energy field to be able to create a life that I really love. And if I was just playing in the energy of that, what is it that the universe would show me? me, what action step would it show me next? And be present to that. You know, you guys know that I'm so passionate about you activating your true power because people do not realize how powerful they are and still they start working with energy and start being aware of your energy fields and your chakras and what's going on in your body and in your energetic fields. You know, what is it that the universe wants to experience through you? What is unique to you, your own personal reality? You know, until we start asking those deeper questions, you probably aren't experiencing satisfaction because satisfaction comes, you know, curiosity killed the cat, satisfaction brought it back. You know, being the person who's willing to ask those deeper questions and remembering that humor is divine. Where does everything come from? It comes from the universe. The universe wants you to be happy. You know, even that that saying, I know the universe loves us because God made beer, right? That the universe wants us to experience the bliss of pure consciousness. It wants to experience itself through us. So if we want to align with uh, infinite love, light, bliss frequencies, and it's so hard sometimes folks to even talk about it because how do you talk about a state of being you know how do you offer somebody the energy of an experience that is available to them just by talking about it you know it's always been my intention through the find your bliss radio show to do that one of the best compliments I've ever had was from a woman who said I wasn't really listening to what you were saying but I could feel the energy behind it and again that makes perfect sense to me right Your ego might go, oh my goodness, she's not listening to what I was saying. But my soul was like, yes, yes, yes. Because that's what it's all about. Are you choosing to tune into a vibration and an energy and a frequency that feels good? And why would you want to do that? I don't know. Would you like to be happy? (laughs) Right? Would you like to be the person who experiences more ease and grace? 
Would you like to be the person who knows their own authority? Would you like to have fun making choices that serve you? You know, I changed the name recently from the Facebook group to the Intuitive Life Academy by Rebecca Davison to the Intuitive Life Academy, creating profit for lightworkers. Because profit to me means having fun and making money and how many people live on the earth plane and they are making money but they're not having fun right they're doing work that doesn't light them up they're doing work because they think that they have to to make money that is diminishing your capacity as a soul you are way more powerful than that you want to learn what it takes to discover what it is that you love and make choices from that. That's what's going to light you up. That's what's going to expand your universe. And you want to find a tribe of people who are going to support you in doing that. You know, I'm so passionate about that, especially because in 2021, do you think that people are going to be stepping into entrepreneurship? Oh, yes. After the pandemic, people being at home, people basically being relegated to their laptops. Everybody knows that Zoom communications, right, the Zoom, the platform, it went through a massive surge because people were needing to connect with each other online. The pandemic made sure of it. So Zoom went through, you know, quite a few glitches because their business grew so quickly. I know they had a few hackers and stuff like that as well. But again, people want to connect. If we are in imposed isolation, we want to connect. How are we going to do that? We're going to do it online. How can we help make each other's lives impactful? We can do it online. And again, you know, we're still obviously, we're social creatures. We crave connection. So... We want to do it in person as well, but often at the moment, that's just not possible for a lot of the planet. So we want, and again, even me speaking to you, right, right, right now, this is being broadcast in Canterbury, but through the power of, you know, magic, basically, somebody overseas can listen to this right now. You know, it's going to be uploaded and somebody will be able to hear it. Our need for connection is stronger and greater than ever before. And we really want to be the leaders in our life in terms of that. So if you are a leader, is humor important to you? Is it part of your daily world? Are you laughing on a regular basis? You know, I have a magnet on my fridge and it says, life is better when you're laughing. Totally. Can you laugh at your misfortune? Can you laugh at things that you thought, you know, that once upon a time you would take too seriously? Can you laugh at yourself a little bit more? Where am I taking myself too seriously? Where am I um, not allowing there to be more humor? And remembering, right, that comedy is divine. The universe wants you to be happy. The universe loves you. Is there anything more beautiful than seeing somebody laugh? You know, their eyes all twinkly, a full laugh that goes all the way up to their eyes from their mouth, a big belly laugh. You know, when people have laughed, I used to have laughing fits when I was younger, you know, like, (laughs) and this is because I was kind of the clown in my family and I would, um, I would tell jokes, not that they were good jokes. I don't even remember what they were, but you know, like I was endeavoring to entertain the family. And it's really funny. I've actually got a photo of um, me and my dad, and I'm doubled over laughing. (laughs) You can tell my dad is just, he's kind of laughing because he's just like, 
I'm laughing, you know, he's got his eyes closed and he's just like, oh my goodness. <laughs> because he's like, obviously I'm not telling very good jokes, but he's laughing because he thinks, you know, he knows that I think that I'm funny. But, um, you know, he's just cute, right? To be in that place where you're choosing humour. You're choosing to be the person who sees humour in situations. And even it's a great reframe you know, if you've got a situation in your life right now, how can you bring some funny into it? How could you see it as being funny? Which often really requires you kind of stepping out of your own shoes and maybe into somebody else's. And that's totally cool, right? Because often too, that's how the situation can shift and change by just having a different perspective on it. When you change your attitude, then you can, you know, change the situation. So, folks, today we have been talking about using humour in 2021. I don't know about you, but as a leader, I definitely, you know, I like I like a little bit of humour. It needs to be fun. You want it to be funny. You know, sometimes doing deep soul work is heavy and it's painful and, you know, it's confronting and it's challenging. Using some humour to light the way definitely helps and um, we all respond to it right it's a it's a human need really to experience the joy of connection through humor you know um, I'm always really grateful for those opportunities where you go and see like a comedian oh I remember um, to Eddie Izzard I don't know if you guys have seen it but it's a very very funny it was put to Lego and it was a skit about you know the Darth Vader eating pizza or a lasagna or something try and see if you can find it online very funny about the Darth Vader going I don't want this you know and it's all done in little Lego pieces it's you know Eddie Izzard one of his comedy shows and it's been set to a Lego sequence very very funny and again, you know, my mum was even telling me the other day about um, Wonky Donkey, about a, a, an older lady who was reading the book, I think, to one of her grandchildren. And it's actually a video that went viral of just her laughing because she thought the book was so funny. And again, you know how you get into those laughing fits. And again, it's funny just to even watch somebody laughing and how good that can be for us, you know, Um you know, as an entrepreneur, of course, there's often you have to manage your own time. But of course, there can be times where you get distracted or you need a little break. And often too, for myself, you know, watching funny cat videos, for example. Um, one of my favorite Facebook groups, actually, is a Facebook group called Animals in Predicaments, um, you know, which is just really super cute. And yeah, you know, it just brings a smile to your face because it's often situations where, you know, the bears maybe wandered into the living room or something and it's, or it's having a swim. Have you ever seen those videos of bears having, you know, they're jumping into people's swimming pools and on one hand it's kind of petrifying, on the other hand it's just like, oh my God, look at them, they're having so much fun. So I hope folks that you are choosing to make humour a big part of 2021. I think it's imperative as a leader to bring the humour and um, you know if you can't see the funny side of life check yourself um, encourage yourself to keep on coming back you know put it somewhere you know that's why I have it on the fridge you know life is better when you're laughing 
and also to top, stop taking things so seriously. You know, your ego can do a really good job of that. Your ego is the part of you that's always looking to be affronted or, you know, judged or criticised, etc. What if it, what would it happen if, you know, people can say whatever they like, but it doesn't matter, right? It just falls off you rather than reacting or responding or getting upset that somebody's behaving in a certain way. What would it take to be the person who just knows what's yours and what's not? And responding accordingly, you know, that if somebody's having as upset and is having a drama, that you can obviously say, how can I help you? Or is there something that you want to say? Take that responsibility, but be very aware of if it's your energy or not. The number of times, folks, that I've seen clients and the energy has got distorted because somebody else has been angry or upset about something that has had nothing to do with them, but it's been um, they've been exposed to it and then they've picked it up and they've made it about them and they've gotten upset and then they, you know, they get affronted or offended and it's like, but it's got nothing to do with you. So your job is to look at why it's bringing up that reaction within you. Why are you, instead of just going like to be the person who can laugh it off and just go, oh, wow, okay, so they're having a bad day or, you know, again, they burnt the toast this morning. So that's about them. So I don't have to pick it up. If it's landing within you, that's your cue to do something about it. <coughs> Excuse me. That is your cue to look within yourself and go, okay, I'm having a, an emotional response to this. So it's my job to look inside myself and go, Again, course of miracles, right? You're never upset for the reason you think, <laughs> right? You're never upset for the reason you think. You know, like if you have a situation in front of you, that's why intuitive work is so important. If you have a situation in your life right now and it's upsetting you, it's not upsetting you for the reason you think. You think somebody's not behaving in a certain way or behaving very well or that they've done something, right? It's not the reason you think can be guaranteed it's probably connected to something from your past that it's bumping up against your own programming so what we need to do to be live inspired blissful happy fun lives is to do the inner work and go okay well where have i made this real when it's not where have i put a story around this which is not true where am i relating to this to something from the past which is not here anymore and this happens all the time, right? We get hurt, we're exposed to abuse, violence, damage, woundedness, and then we bring that into our present. And what we need to do is to let go of anything from the past. We need to flood it with light and love. We need to do the inner work deeply, right? And it's an ongoing process. It's a lifelong process to be able to reach a different frequency, a different state of evolution so you can experience more bliss or you didn't get dropped off on the planet just to be in a circumstance where you're left unsupported and having to figure it all out by yourself the universe is literally inside of you christ consciousness is inside of you heaven is inside of you we need to do the work to let go of all the layers that are holding you back from actually experiencing it now, well, usually what happens on one level, you might know intellectually, yeah, maybe that's possible. But what will happen when you start doing the work is you will feel it in your body. So it literally changes the way you see the world and you can live in greater states of bliss. You can see the world through eyes of wonder. You can see the world 
through the eyes of the universe. Now, who wouldn't want that? Because you get to see everything as glorious. You get to be in living in the energy of wonder going, oh my goodness, my life is such a gift. And goodness knows, I know what it was like to be. I hate my life. I know what that feels like. So, and it's literally only through the spiritual path that I even believe that I'm still here. You know, I know what it's like to live a life where you're just like, this is so incredibly painful and I can't figure it out. I don't know. That is a golden opportunity for your soul to step in and say, now's the time. Maybe you're not that unhappy, but you're just dissatisfied and you're looking for more. Again, if you want to experience it, that's the path of the soul. People who um, have been working in corporate jobs for like 30, 40, 50 years and then they're feeling ripped off, right? Because they're like, I'm still unsatisfied. There's something still missing. That is spiritual evolution. That is knowing yourself at a deeper level. That is transcending into a different frequency, seeing the world literally from a different dimension. And if you're prepared to take that path, again, it takes courage, it takes confidence, it takes willingness. The universe will rush to support you though. The universe will bring you the right people. It will bring you the right circumstances. It will bring you the tribe that will help you in that evolution. If you'd like to be supported into the next evolution of you, do come and join us in the Facebook group or go to my uh, website. If you don't have Facebook, you can go to www.rebeccadavison.life and sign up there for my newsletter. I love sharing information that is helpful and beneficial to people in terms of creating a life that they really love. You know, um, the intuitive pathway is all about tapping into your power and goodness knows there is an infinite amount of power available to you. You know, the power available to you through your body and your energy fields, the power available through to your choices, the power available through the words that you speak in every given moment, the power expenditure that you have each and every day to be able to create a life that you love, the power to choose where you place your focus, which is so important. I think I've done whole podcasts on that before. Right, because where you focus your attention is what will expand. So guess where a really good place to focus your attention is on your limitless self. You know, what does it take to live in those frequencies that you're experiencing your ideal reality? I'm going to talk more about that soon, about living from your ideal self. I've got a really great... um, I've got a great... um, Uh, what was it? I guess it was a workshop. It was an online training that I did called Download Your Future Self. And it was amazing, right, to just see people feel it in their body. They could literally feel their future now. So if you want to step into the more of that experience, please do come join us. We love supporting people to, you know, fly, fly high, to step into their limitless selves. I'm looking forward to coming back to you next week, folks. We're going to be sharing some kind of predictions for 2021, what I anticipate you're going to see more of this year, especially um, even now that everybody's taking a rest and a break in regards to 2020. So I hope you've had an amazing Christmas and a very, very happy new year and that you're feeling relaxed, right? That you're feeling positive, that you're feeling like, you know what, how could I add some more humor to this year? How can I bring in a perspective where I can see things as more funny. 
I guarantee you it will help you in terms of your intuitive development. It's going to make you feel happier. It's going to be easier for you to be able to manifest and create what it is that you want. As always, folks, I'm sending you so much love and many, many blessings. Bye for now. Bye.